Hello, my name is Sophie and welcome to the second episode of 52 Writing Tips, the project where I set myself the task of bringing you a year's worth of writing tips, basically. So one a week, which uh, hopefully will be quite helpful. Um, So last week we looked at beginnings, specifically how to find your story's beginning. In doing so, I realised that I had not started at the beginning at all. I'd actually skipped a beat. Um how to find your idea in the first place. So that's that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at how to find a story idea, especially when you're feeling particularly um, idealist, I suppose, which was, I have to say, definitely the first half of 2020 for me, probably up until oh, April, May, I was basically just staring at a wall except the wall is actually a blinking cursor and the longer you stare at it the more depressing it becomes and that's partly why I wanted to talk about finding an idea because I think ideas are fickle things anyone who has felt the itch or the urge to write has probably felt the knock of an idea before but you know there are instances where maybe you have the urge to write but you've not got an idea on the table Uh, which is, I think, a fresh level of hell. Um, But generally speaking, if you've felt the urge to write, you felt the tickle of something, some kind of idea to get you started. What we're going to talk about today is how to nurture that idea if you do get that bolt out of the blue, but more so how to find an idea if you're not graced with uh, something just popping fully formed into your brain as we so rarely are Um, and then what to do with that idea once you have that initial spark and how to make sure that you can water it and let it grow and not kind of stifle it before it's really had a chance to spread its wings. So firstly let's talk about what an idea is and how it tends to come to us because I think being able to recognize an idea is a very important starting step Sometimes I think an idea comes to us in the form of a crazy question. You know, maybe, what if time started to run backwards? What if sharks were swept into a tornado? What if you woke up one morning and had transformed into some kind of bug? I think these kind of questions that that roll around your head, you've got to recognise them as ideas, or at least the beginnings of one. Now, if you've not had some of those questions pop into your brain before, I wouldn't worry we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can find your muse. So let's turn to that now. Let's turn to how to find an idea. Now I could definitely start with some quote from some long established author on the elusive nature of ideas and how if you're really talented or maybe just really lucky, you won't have to go too far to find them. But I think Uh, having personally been pretty void of that bolt out of the blue idea, I actually think ideas can be quite hard to come by. Now, obviously, sometimes we're really lucky and they just plop into your head. I wouldn't say fully formed, but in some kind of semblance of formation. And that has only happened to me once. Um, I was getting out of the car. My mum had dropped me at the station when I lived in South London. And I was getting out of the car and it wasn't a particularly you know, special moment or there wasn't a beam of sunlight shining down. There wasn't, you know, someone didn't walk past. Nobody said anything. For all accounts and purposes, it was one of the most mundane days ever. Um, But suddenly something popped into my brain and my brain went, what if people were living on Mars? And what if 
they were fugitives and they came to earth to hide from something. Now, bam, isn't it lovely when ideas come to you like that? But honestly, for me, that is the first and last time that has ever happened. So the good news is, if you do get ideas like that, then carry on. You are definitely one of the lucky ones. If you don't tend to get ideas like lightning bolts, then don't worry, because there is an absolute plethora of ways to find ideas otherwise. For me, as a writer of historical fiction, I tend to get my ideas from historical events, um, it's no spoiler to say that my my people from Mars idea did not necessarily turn into a stellar manuscript. I'm pretty sure it was actually my way of getting out all of my writing demons and just writing 100,000 words of the most cliche drivel that I could in a kind of cleansing ritual, I think. I think everybody's got the manuscript that lives in the drawer. Um, but for me, in terms of finding ideas, I, I tend to get them from, from history. I'm a historical fiction author and I love the fact that I can combine my Wikipedia rabbit holes into sort of relatively obscure 1500s events together with what I want to write. Um, so for me a lot of the ideation process is about following this rabbit hole back and back and back in Wikipedia or or uh, through journals and, and books and trying to pinpoint somebody that I think has you know, a story to tell, something interesting to say. Now, if you're not a historical fiction author, fear not. There are plenty of ways to find an idea. And I'm going to give you some examples. Uh, when I did a creative writing workshop at my workplace not too long ago, uh, we did an exercise where we listened to music. So what I suggest you do uh, is find a piece of music that either you've never listened to before or that you haven't listened to too regularly. You don't want something where your brain is sort of singing the lyrics or it's something that's so familiar that you can sort of totally zone out and not actually listen to the music. What I did in the workshop was I got somebody to pick a track and then swap it with the person next to them. So nine times out of 10, they were listening to something that they haven't listened to before. And do an exercise that my music teacher taught me uh, back when she was basically trying anything to get me to be better at music because I am awful at trying to read any form of written music whatsoever. Luckily, that's not the career that I'm trying to get into. But listen to the music and, and try and see what pictures form in your mind. And I think the most important part of this exercise is to let your brain run free and not to tell yourself, oh, that's silly or that's dumb or anything like that. Just let your brain create images and try not to clutch any of them too tightly or hold on to any of them with too much of a grasp. Just let them flow in and out and, and occasionally write anything that comes to, to your mind as interesting or uh, unique. Write it down. Another way that you can find an idea if you're not so keen on the music idea is by picking up a book. Open it at a random place and, and choose a word. Maybe close your eyes, hover your finger over the page and select one. And keep doing this until you've got sort of a word cloud in front of you. And then maybe look at that word cloud and see if you can start to draw some correlations between some of the words. Or if a combination of some of the words could create some interesting sentences. Um, another way that you can try and find some ideas is, uh, is 
well, for me, was people watching. I would sit on the tube on the way into work in the morning or as I'm walking down the street to go and buy some lunch, I'd be thinking about the people around me, you know, why is that woman carrying flowers? What what reason could she have for carrying flowers? And I'd start to create a bit of a backstory, a bit of a, um, a, bit of a narrative to sit behind it. And sometimes that can lead you to a genuinely interesting idea. Obviously, that's a little bit harder now that uh, most of the world is either in lockdown or or being told to stay at home as much as possible. So I think what you can do instead is maybe watch a movie, uh, particularly one that you know quite well, because I think you don't want your brain to be trying to follow along the plot at the same time. Watch a movie that you know quite well and start to introduce these what if ideas. So let's take um, Forrest Gump, for example. Um, and start to think, you know, what if Forrest was a girl? What if instead of it being set in America, it was set in rural Romania? Basically, do what they did with Pride, Prejudice and Zombies and think to yourself, if I add in this element, what could it change? What would it be? I think a lot of the stories that we we read are sort of rehashes of other stories. I mean, in theory, there are only really seven stories. I think it's seven. I will double check afterwards. Seven stories out there in the world. And everything that we write is just a rehash of these seven structures. So use that as an idea, maybe instead of people watching, um, or if you hate all three of those ideas, I've got some more suggestions. I've uploaded the PDF that I shared at that creative writing workshop uh, to my website. So you can always download that and have a look through. And it's got a few writing exercises and, and a few different ways. But for me, the top three are definitely listening to a piece of music and, and trying to see what pictures form in your mind picking up a book and creating a word cloud and doing this until you can find some interesting sentences or ideas or people watching and in lieu of people watching during lockdown, uh, film watching and coming up with some weird and wonderful story trajectories for a film that you know and love. But let's say you do one or two or all three of those and you come up with a great idea. What happens next? What do you do once you think you've found your idea? You do one thing, and I think this one thing is the most important thing. You have to give it some space. I think we are all very guilty of coming across an idea and immediately starting to itch, starting to think, oh, maybe if I just write the first page, the first scene. And I think that feeling, that excitement is such a good um, sign intuitively that this idea could really have legs but I think at that moment what we've got to do is just try and hit pause a little bit and give the idea some space to really grow uh, ferment maybe if you want to use that kind of a metaphor but before we dive into it as something that we're going to write let it sit I like to think that a good idea is like a good bottle of red wine the longer you let it sit within reason the better it becomes so take your idea around with you for a couple of days, maybe for a week. Go to bed thinking about it. Honestly, you'll be amazed at how many different angles you can find when you're sort of on the borders of sleep and your creative brain is at its best. You know, walk around with it, mull it over when you're in the shower, when you go for a walk and scribble as you go. Make notes of anything. If you, if you get an idea of a scene that you just love, 
make notes of it, but don't force yourself into highly structured writing when you're still at the ideation phase. Just let your brain click over it. And the trick I think here is to not limit yourself. Let your brain go through all of the possibilities. Let it ask all of the questions, even the wacky ones, even the weird ones, even the ones that you can already hear yourself saying, well, I'm not going to use that. Just try not to judge anything at this point, at this ideation phase. Just write everything down, all the weird, all the wonderful, and keep it, keep all of it. Because I think there's a process to ideation. And I think as you mull over the idea, as you sit with it, as you explore lots of different angles, you're going to find yourself refining it, whether consciously or, or subconsciously. So that's why you should give yourself a bit of space. And maybe you can go through all of your scribbles and you can start to, I don't know, underline or circle anything that you think is particularly interesting. But the trick, again, is just not to limit yourself at this point. Everything is on the table because you're just letting the creative side of your brain flow and run with it. And you're not letting that analytical editing side of your brain get a look in at this point. This is all the creative side of you. Now, I know this sounds a lot like planning. And if you're not a planner, I wouldn't worry too much. When you get that spark of your idea, I'm not saying that you need to sit down and start planning it. I think the most important thing is to not start committing your idea to, you know, this is going to be a novel starting from today immediately. Just let it play around in your mind. If there's something that I've learned from running an idea off the tracks too quickly is that if you start to actually write it out, you start to question it a little bit more than maybe you would if you'd have let yourself work through the kinks and the questions in, you know, a bit of time beforehand. So I think if you sit with it for a few, I don't know, days, weeks, months, your writing timeline is your writing timeline then at least you will have fleshed out some of the basics. You would have answered some of those doubts, some of those questions um, that sit at the back of your mind and you would have shone a light on them. So then let's recap, shall we? Let's recap how to find your story idea. Ultimately, there's lots of different ways to find a muse, to find your story idea. And I think the most important thing is that you find the one that works for you. Some of us might be super lucky and we'll get that bolt out of the blue idea And others of us might need to work at it. You know, maybe you could get some inspiration from listening to music by trying to see what kind of pictures it might paint in your brain. Maybe you could get some ideas by doing a word cloud, by picking up a book and choosing some words at random and seeing if they can form some interesting patterns. Maybe uh, you can people watch from where you live without, you know, breaking any kinds of rules and you can start to give them some stories some some backstory or some narration to sit alongside that and if you can't if you're like me and you're uh, you're indoors a lot more at the moment then you can watch a movie watch something that you know and love and start to create some interesting spin-off ideas effectively so you know basically what they did with pride prejudice and zombies what if we added zombies into an incredibly well-loved novel by Jane Austen Because it works. I think turning an idea on its head, letting your brain run wild with the weird and the wonderful, it's not a bad thing. The most important thing I think you should take away is that don't 
stifle your creativity while you are in that ideation phase. Give your ideas space, give them room to grow, sit with them and explore them a little bit before you kind of try and put some structure around it if you're a planner or before you try and start actually committing it to paper in a relatively serious way if you're a pantser. And that brings us to the end of how to find your story idea. Over on my blog, I've got some extra tips for if you feel like your idea is too small Or on the contrary, if you're worried that your idea doesn't just span one book, but possibly several. So I've got some some extra advice over there on how to either make your idea feel less big or more manageable. And that's on www.sophie-writes.com. Otherwise, I shall see you back here next week for another writing tip. Thank you very much, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure and I'll see you next week. Bye.